Bob Stroud's 145 of the Week as Bob drops the needle and some insight into one of his 45 RPM singles. Now, here's Bob Stroud. Thank you, Steve Downs. It is Bob Stroud here. Hi. Welcome to my 145 of the Week. We had a short week last week, so here are the three songs I get to choose from that I played on 145 and 145. Monday, Get Together, The Young Bloods. That was the birthday of Youngblood's leader, Jesse Colin Young. Tuesday, It's Only Rock and Roll, but I like it. Rolling Stones, it was on that date in 1974 that the album It's Only Rock and Roll hit number one on the Billboard 200 album charts. And Wednesday, Photograph, Ringo, that was the date in 1973 in which Photograph hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 singles charts. So, for my 145 of the week, I had to go with Photograph. I'm kind of a sucker for a song that starts with a chorus and a great chorus at that. So Ringo had recorded two albums, both kind of specialty vanity projects. The first one, Sentimental Journey, recorded right after the Beatles broke up. Those songs were all standards and recorded for his mom. Then he headed down to Nashville and recorded a Died in the Wool Country album. That was Bocuse of Blues couple of rock singles followed those two albums and then in early 1973 he got down to the business of recording his first pop rock album he got in touch with all of his musician buddies including john paul and george who were all more than willing to contribute in one way or another richard perry was a producer who had a hot hand in that era and ringo tapped him to produce this third album so Photograph had been written on May 15, 1971, while Ringo was on holiday with his wife, Maureen, and George and his wife, Patty. Co-written by Ringo and George, Photograph was first recorded in late 1972 with George producing while he was recording tracks for his upcoming album, Living in the Material World. Then five months later, the song was re-recorded with Richard Perry producing. A dude by the name of Jack Nietzsche, produced the orchestral and choral arrangements, just like he had done for many of the Phil Spector productions from the 1960s. And of course, that was one of the elements that drew me to this song in the first place. Everything about this song is dripping in healthy nostalgia, if you will, from Ringo's voice to the lyrics to the Bobby Keys sax solo to the Phil Spector-like production. It's one of the very finest post-Beatles songs, for my money, and it fills up every square inch of either your car or home speakers with the good thing. Photograph. My 145 of the week. Thanks for tuning by. Until next time, stay safe.